father that I want to hug, that I want to greet, I want to be excited about, and he wants to be excited about me, and we can't greet each other. It's a day of solitude, badad. And it's frustrating, his yearly visit, and in my mind, when the Bachram asked to come to our city, you want to come to Bluridge. Somebody was describing to me Bluridge, what it means to him, the warmth of a city. You want to come Tishabov to Bluridge? I was very skeptical. My Shechayim was pushing, we should make, we should make, we should push it, we should have you on our show. We should have Kinois. Together, and my first instinct, I admit, my first instinct that my Shechayim could testify was more, no. But then I thought, then I thought a little about it. I always looked for a Rebbe, I always wanted a Rebbe who would give me Musser, but not a critical person. A critical person gives Musser the Musser doesn't mean Musser, he's just a critic. I wanted a positive person who gives Musser. The giving Musser speaks about and affirms and confirms his positivity, and his positivity confirms his Musser. When he gives Musser, it was a choice to give Musser, because he's positive, he's not a critical person. So his Musser is real, and I want that real Musser. But because he also gives Musser when he's positive, his positivity is real, for he knows how to be give critical when it's necessary. The balance of giving Musser and being positive, each one affirms the other. When all year we are singing, we're a community, we're a yeshiva, we're a group, we're a chabura that sing, Ashrenu Matayr When we're positive, it is real. For we have the Torah, for we have a kesher chazak with Hashem. For we have tefillah, for we have yeshivas, for we have shuls, for we have precious families. All year round our joy is very real and very meaningful and, and, and there's nothing fake about it. And it's by choice as well for we now to sit on the floor. For we lend eich in our shul, for we won't greet each other for this entire teshuvah, for we haven't shaven for three weeks. We now to mourn and we do mourn. Our positivity all year is very, very real with an unbelievable amount to be positive. And we're positive about it and joyous and happy about what there is and how much there is to be happy about. And we sing with full fervor. We sing Ashreinu Matayv Chalkeinu all year round. However, there was a day that as, as a tzibur, we sat on our rooftops, all of Klal Yisrael singing together in one harmony, in one unity, all of Klal Yisrael, a massive gathering, a massive kumzitz, if you will, that all the Jewish people together, no groups, no separations, no Ashkenaz, Svar, Hasidish, modern center, left of center, right of left center. All as one, we sat on rooftops and we sang hallow to Hashem Echad, His people, united as one to the one Hashem. And we sang hallow together, all of us, together, with tremendous unity, nothing blocking, no houses blocking between one another. 
on our rooftop singing together Halal Tashem. There was a day we were Ayla Regal that together as a people in unity, whole cities, no groups, no divisions, everybody together as a people walked and marched and sang entire cities, met by other cities, greeted by the people, the Bnei Yerushalayim. We walked up to the Beis Hamikdash to feel Hashem's presence. There was a day when people didn't ask and wonder and think and there was no confusion, not by teenagers, not by adults, not by anybody. You walked to the Beis Hamikdash and you knew and you felt and you experienced Hashem. There was a day that our people in great unity brought karbanais to Hashem. For every shaygeg, for every mistake, for every little mistake, you were, you felt epis, a disconnection to Hashem for a mistake, for a shaygeg, for something you were unaware. And you went to the Beis Hamikdash instantly and you were better. You brought a carbon and you felt a deep, profound connection to Hashem. There was a day we just knocked on the door and spoke to Hashem. He lived amongst us in a profound way and everybody, men, women, children, felt it and understood it. And we are lacking deeply and profoundly. Our Yom Toivim, we love them and we're so happy with them. Our Pesach is missing a carbon Pesach. We forgot to tell you, we just pretend it's whole and complete. The carbon Pesach, the whole day, revolves, the whole Achanois of the Chag, revolves around something that you and I don't have. And we only don't focus on it as we're not supposed to too much. But today we do. Our Chag is missing something, Karbanois, the carbon Pesach. Our, all of our Avoida, we have a Beis Hamikdash that we're supposed to have. There's a country that's supposed to run al piyatayra. Shabbos is kept by everybody. Every yid keeping the din. There's a day we had a Sanhedrin. These great, unbelievable people who every law they carried out, every din, it means the Sanhedrin didn't have a mashu. If they murdered a Reitzayach and the Sanhedrin embarrassed one person, then they're murderers. There was Sanhedrin that was so pure and so real and so true when they carried out din for they were perfectly clean in din. We will organize every issue we speak about from Shaduchim to educational crisis to everything else and there are crises. Our educational system is in disarray. Our, our Shaduchim, their crisis, everything boils down because we're in Gullus, we're disorganized. We are doing a good job in Gullus, an unbelievable job, but we're disorganized. We've gone through a lot and we'll speak tomorrow and read. We've been hurt as a people for years. People complain about their parents. My father doesn't love me enough. Your father's father was, was butchered by Dr. Mengli Yamachshamay. We just went through a Holocaust. We're shockingly healthy for a people that six million of us were just killed. We're a remarkable people, but we've been through a lot. Gullus. We've been through a lot, not having our own land, not having the protective wings of Hashem surrounding us. We've been through a lot. We don't speak about it all year. We don't use the excuse all year, and we celebrate it as we should. But today we're sitting on the floor. We are focused on what we don't have. 
We are focused today and we say today and we recognize we're in mourning, we're not velus. There's a lack. We are not going to butter this up and end with a freilich song of Ashrenu Matayr Chalkeinu, not today. Today we are thinking that we are missing, we are understanding, we're missing. It's as real as the Ashrenu Matayr Chalkeinu and each one brings out the realness of the other. I am happy you are here. I am happy this is the place, this joyous city, is the place you should see us sitting on the floor. And both to know that the joy is very real, for we do sit on the floor. It was by choice the joy, and by understanding the joy, and by decision the joy. When we sing Ashreinu Matayv Chalkeinu, we're not programmed, we also sit on the floor. It's not out of just what we do, it's by choice. But also understand also know that Avelus is very real. We are Avelim. This is a day that's easy to understand. We were young once, maybe we couldn't understand it, maybe we thought it was elusive. It is not an elusive day. We had a Beis Hamikdash. We had the Shekhinah, the presence of Hashem, very evident in our midst. Everybody knew it, everybody felt it, everybody lived with it. Shruas Melech Boy. It was completely recognizable amongst our people in all our dealings, in the way we raised our children, in the way we interacted with our neighbors, in the way we did commerce, in every way of our lives. It was completely nicker by all of us, the presence of Hashem. And today we struggle and we try and we search, but, but, the, but there's something we can get back. And the mourning is, a, is, is something precious, I must say, I must say as well, and I'm sorry to ramble a little, but I must say as well, that as beautiful the sight of Klal Yisrael dancing, Ashreinu Matoiv Chalkeinu, as beautiful as that sight is as meaningful as the sight that we sit on the floor, but only for those that dance. For those that don't dance and are just critical and negative, I don't see a beauty in Tishabov. They're negative, you're negative, then there's no beauty in sitting on the floor. It doesn't say anything, it just says negativity. Woe unto me. But a person and a group and a Tayyidika Ilum that relates to hugging our friends, today we're not. Only in a world that greets everybody, of course, Besaver Panam Yafais, that says Shalom, the missing Shalom of today, there's something precious about it. For we recognize we are lacking, we are lacking something. We want again a greater Kesher Tashem, and we certainly have a Kesher Tashem. We want an improved Kesher for ourselves, for our families, for our community. There are really two aspects, Rabbi say, to the day. And really, it's the two Avoidus of the day. It's Avelus and Tainus merged. There are laws that reflect tainus and laws that reflect avelos. And there are two jobs for all of us, and there are two avoidos that we want to be busy with over the next 24 hours, until Meir of tomorrow night, that we're going to be busy with. The laws of avelos, the dinam of avelos, the musig of avelos, and the musig of tainus. Avelos, we just spoke about in the first minutes, what we're lacking to think we are lacking, to have an understanding we are lacking. 
to be misbinding. We are missing. It's not okay. There are deep holes, profound holes in our year, in our service, in our life. We are lacking. That is Avelus. Something's lost. Something's missing. That is half the job of the day Avelus. If it was only a day of Avelus, an Avel eats, an Avel eats all, an Avel could eat, we'd be eating today. But merged Avelus, the Chiv of Chazal, they merged together Avelus and Tainus. Tainus is the obligation, a Yom Tainus is not to not eat, it's a day of Tshuva. It's a day to ask, why am I missing it? First, I have to understand that I am missing it and work on it. And sit, don't say kinnis tomorrow, don't keep up. Don't keep up, get behind. Don't keep up. We're saying 16, say 1. Think we are lacking, we're missing. If it, you can think that from all different angles and perspective and all different kurbanais and all different things we've gone through, but Sebran as a yachid, we're missing something's off. And that is the Avelus of the Chag. But then there's another question that we must ask ourselves on this, on this Mayed, is why? Tainus, Tshuva, why? What happened? To, to what did we deserve to lose it? We must work on Tainus, Avelus, Avelus and Tainus. So I want to say quickly and end with words of Rav Hirsch, gorgeous words of Rav Hirsch, Rav Yankiv Lend, tonight Eicha, and he explains the reason, two, two points, in perhaps things that we can be mechazik, as we're thinking that we are lacking, and then we ask, but why? So we said, From poverty, is what we said in Eicha. We addressed ourselves in Eicha, the reasons for our lack. Says Rev Hirsch, what are these two reasons? So I quote, Just as a backdrop to understand, we were a people who were taken from slavery. We were a people without a land. We were people beaten for a long, long decades and decades and decades of beaten people. And Hashem in His unbelievable chesed had pity on our people and freed us with massive nisim, with an open nisim, open miracles as is not the nature of the world, as is not the derech of the bayri. With open miracles, He took us out of Mitzrayim. And then He sustained us in open miracles in the desert for 40 years. The Rabbi Shalom kept us alive and fed us and clothed us and protected us from all the elements for 40 years. And then He handed us a country that ran like no country in the world. He put us in a country where we flourished in great peace, both our families, beautiful family life, gorgeous community life, we had everything going for us. Unbelievable bounty, a land that's gorgeous, like Sech Sarkoba, everything's in it. Every type of topography, every type of land that you can dream of. I remember being a Bachar in Yushalayim, wondering, I didn't travel much, and I like the countryside, I need grass. I need to see deer run by. I need to see a turtle. I need animals. And thinking, where am I going to live? And then my wife brought me to a different part of Eretz Yisrael. And my eyes like, Yushalayim was gorgeous. That was gorgeous. Just every type of topography, a gorgeous land. 
And Hashem handed us all of that. We were a rich people. We literally won the lottery, given everything. So what does Me'ayni mean? We went into Gullus because of poverty. But alas, they were enraptured with their bounty, blinded by the splendor, seeking only material wealth and the pleasurable delights derived therefrom. In fact, that was the extent of their interest. When the land was ready for them, ready to offer them the bounty of its fruits, they did not bear in mind the purpose and the conditions for which they were promised the blessings of the land. Sensuality and brute force was the substance of their bounty and their wealth. And so, Klai Yisrael became impoverished in the midst of the greatest abundance. Impoverished because of the great abundance. Impoverished in its only and genuine riches, which alone is the prerequisite for the permanence of all its other achievements and for its tenure on Hashem's soil. We were given many, many gifts, but they only have value and meaning all the gifts of the world if they're used in the service of Hashem. Only when we use all the gifts of this world to serve Hashem are all the gifts precious and valuable. When there are an ends for itself, the gifts. When money is an ends for itself. When a nice house is an ends for itself. When a nice car is an ends for itself. When all the physical gifts are an ends for itself, are they precious at all? Do they have a worth? The Mishnah says... That a person who lives chayitzar al oritz tishan and chayitzar tichya ashrecha v'toivlach ashrecha boilem hazeh v'toivlach loilem abu. What is the meaning of that Mishnah? You are lucky in this world, but it said you lived in pain. And the simple understanding of the Mishnah is that if you would give up the gifts of the world for something deeper than the gifts of the world. If you'd give up the gifts for something deeper, then all the gifts of the world are so precious. They're only precious, all the gifts, if there's something deeper and more meaningful than the gifts. If a car is the end, what's a car worth? Nothing. But if a car is a chetimsa to get to shul, if it's a way of visiting our neighbor, if it's a way of going to visit our parents, so isn't the car beautiful? and great and luxurious and gishmak. It's only worth, all the beauty of this world is only worth if there's something deeper than the beauty of the world. In the middle of the capital, tell him where he speaks about the world, David HaMelech is describing HaShemayim Isaac and Kroikel. He says, Torah Hashem Tamima. He speaks about Torah. For the world is only precious, gorgeous and amazing. Because there's something deeper than the world. Because the world itself connects us and gives us the opportunity to connect to the creator of the world. All the gifts in the world are tremendous and important. All the wealth, the abundance is great. In Shamaya Tishma, if we listen to the voice of Hashem, then all the gifts have such meaning. They're so important. A house is precious. Tav Shabbos Sudais. A house is precious to have shalom bayis. A house is precious to teach in that house. Das Hashem. All the gifts of the world are precious when they are used for a greater purpose. Me'ayni says Rev Hirsch. It means in poorness. We were impoverished. 
And says Rev Hirsch, we went to Golos because we became poor. Because the gifts of the world stopped being used for a higher purpose. And we made them all meaningless. All the gifts. We lost the land because we took away the meaning of the land. We lost the land that we chased away. The abundance, the freedom, the country, all the descriptions of a people who have their land, who have their freedom, who have their unity and their matzav, it's all precious because we can serve Hashem in such a beautiful, with Yishuv Hadas, with serenity in such a beautiful way. Why today do we have so little peace? We have so much fighting in our homes. What did the youth today deserve? To grow up in homes of parents who war, of parents who are rough, of parents who fight and get angry. Because when we had serenity and peace and calmness, it stopped being used for the service of Hashem. So then we created a matzav of Aini. We created a matzav of poorness. Having all of that is not meaningful if it's not used to serve Hashem. Who knows we're a generation that's being pampered a little again. Who knows this is a test run for Mashiach? Who can know? Maybe a little test run for Mashiach. Again, we don't, we're not being prosecuted, not in this country, not much. We're getting gifts. All the gifts are only gifts when everything, the importance of everything is service of Hashem. And all the gifts are hechetemses, are just the background, the beautiful and enjoyable background to have service of Hashem at the forefront of our lives. Any other way is aini, is impoverishment. And that's where Rev. Hirsch says, Gol se Yehudim aini. quote, The Jew is no stranger to servitude. His entire life, the formation of his personal, family, and communal life is to be a continuous service, a continuous avaidah. Everywhere with all he is to be in the service of a higher being. Nothing is begun in his own name. Nothing is completed in his own name. Never is he himself the determining factor for his words and deeds. His entire life of one is service, and the ideal concept of his human dignity is servitude. It is the service of the one God to whom he is to devote his life, to the service of the one true master of all that is, and all that is to be, to the service of the one true master of nature and history. Those who devote themselves wholly to his service are uplifted into the realm of his freedom, released from the bonds of nature, and separated from the changing course of history. The Jew is to serve the one God, and this was to make him free. Judah was to be a nation most free and its people the most free on earth. But alas, Judah was not satisfied with serving this one God, did not feel secure enough under the wings of Hashem. So it looked for, pe- for patrons amongst men. It set up kings and princes for its defense, mounds of God for its protection, alliances for its security, never realizing that in serving the many, it gave up the protection of the one. The offer of help from an entire world will not suffice to replace his care. For the Jew, there is no alternative. When he dedicates himself to the one God, he is beyond the reach of the hostile forces of nature and history. But once he deserts the one God, he is hopelessly lost in the rush of nature and history. The forces of nature and history greeted his birth with a resounding no. 
It is God alone who sustains him with a resounding yes in spite of nature and history. May Rav Avoida says Rev Hirsch is too much servitude. We were mishubid. Avoida means shibud. We were mishubid. May Rav Avoida. We had too many shibudim. We relied on too many. We had our country, our independence, to recognize we're under Hashem. And only Hashem who protects us, and we only need to rely on Hashem. But may Rav Avoida. We turn to all different other forces and countries. This army is so strong. This president is so important. So many other things became a source of our servitude. We needed so many, so we lost one. That is Rav Havayda. In Eretz Yisrael, when we, when we had Eretz Yisrael, and we had a unified people, the Havayda was to have one Sheba to Hashem, to recognize there was one who took us out of Mitzrayim. There was one who sustained us for 40 years in the desert without any help. There was one who gave us Eretz Yisroh, despite the, 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 the protesting of 70 nations. There was one who gave us all the gifts, and one, the Rabbeinu Shalom, who we're reliant on. And when we have many people, many people, many reliances, if you will, Many that were mishubitu and need and lean on and feel worried about what their opinions are and need to ask, is it okay, am I right? When they have that insecurity, not to serve the one Hashem with tremendous security, with tremendous conviction, with a sense that's all that matters, what our service of Hashem. We need, true we serve Hashem, but, but many others as well, so then we lose, then we have the Avelos that we have. Perhaps in the day of Avelos, when we think what we're lacking, it's also a young tainus of fixing up on these two areas. Understanding all the gifts, to be appreciative to Hashem for the gifts, and to realize that all the gifts of life, the center of our life, is service of Hashem, is connection to Hashem. All the gifts allow us to be makir toiv to Hashem. Give us the yeshivadas to serve Hashem, but that should be our passion. Reliance on Hashem, davening to Hashem, recognizing that all, all we need to lean on, all we have to lean on, is the bari oilam. And fixing up those aini and raiv havaydah, is certainly what Rav Hirsch is telling us is the path to end the that we find ourselves in.